Man, speaking of healthy snacks right now, I'm really hungry. Good thing today we have a guest with some yum snacks. I'm Peter, the suited marketer, and I'm with Tret from Mr. Goodall. All right, Tret, bring out the goodies. Today we're hanging out with Vicky Nguyen, founder of Yum Bar, one of the best healthy snacks you can get on the market right now. Vicky is accomplishing that while balancing her entrepreneurship journey and her busy life. So we're talking about Vicky's journey. What is no gut, no glory? Why is it okay to step on a nail on the road to success? Quitting doesn't make it go faster. And being scared is what pushes you forward. If it's scary, you should do it. With all that said, let's hang out. Our friends over at Suitably were gracious enough to help our listeners with a limited time offer on their custom suiting needs. Follow Hangout Talks and Suitably on IG and use promo code HANGOUT2020, that is H-A-N-G-O-U-T 2020 at suitably.com to get $20 off your custom suits, which also contributes to improving Hangout Talks podcast. All right, everybody. So today we're hanging out with Vicky Nguyen from Costa Mesa, California, founder of Yum Bar, a healthy snack cold press raw bar. She started it by balancing a busy lifestyle, making bars over the weekend, and selling to friends and coworkers. A few years later, Vicky's still thriving and balancing her entrepreneurship journey and her busy life. So let's welcome Vicky to win. How are you, Vicky? Hi, guys. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Well, thank you. We appreciate it, Vicky. Like, thank you for, for being on here. And then we're, we're really excited to hear about Yum, Yum Bar. <laughs> Hopefully I said that, that right. Yeah, yeah. I, you said it amazing, both of you oh, guys. Perfect, so perfect. Guys <laughs> yeah, they look really good. Like I was going through your website and I was like, oh man, like because I'm on a very strict diet myself right now, low mm. carb, high protein. So I was like, oh, like I was, I was thinking online, it's like, hmm, how can I incorporate this <laughs> into my diet? I saw the peanut butter one. I know a lot of people hate peanut butter, but I'm like, that's that's a good protein source. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. So yeah, um, I got yeah, Nyambar is the um, business that I created and I am the, I call myself the chief hunger officer. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think my marketing degree for getting me to be creative, but um, I basically started with just, uh, I was very busy at work. I work, I still work a full-time job um, in corporate. I'm, I do event marketing and management and so constantly busy constantly traveling and um, I was working out a lot you know just trying to do everything all at the same time and uh, while I was doing that I was eating very unhealthy because I just needed something in my system so when I used to travel and when I used to like work long hours I would just eat these granola bars cliff bars chewy bars everything I mean even traveling I'd pack them with me and I noticed with the chewy bars, I would eat them and I would want more. And then I noticed I would eat the entire box because <laughs> it was not satisfying or filling me up. And then I, I, you know, I just got frustrated with eating all these unhealthy bars or, or even healthy bars that to me tasted like cardboard. And so I thought maybe there's something that I can make for myself and to sustain me or to satisfy me or in, in that some, in that way. So I just started researching ingredients that what I wanted was to keep me fuller longer that also had health benefits and was like tasty at the same time. So I 
I mean, I'm not like a huge, this like chef or anything in the kitchen, but I, you know, can cook here and there. So I started playing around with ingredients and I created this, this bar that I had my sister try and she doesn't really like a lot of my cooking, but she really <laughs> loved, <laughs> yeah, love these bars. No, so good. I was like, okay, I feel confident in letting my friends try this. And uh, one day I brought it to work and I had a coworker try it and he was like, you need to like sell this. And that was the first seed that was planted in my head was to start selling it to my friends and my coworkers. It, it all starts with that small seed, right? Like someone says like, you're good at this. And I'm like, no, no. But and then you like slowly that idea kind of like builds in your, in your head kind of thing. Like, and the, it just becomes something else it really does i mean all i needed was just that confidence i never had thought of where i'm at right now i mean i'm still there's still a long journey but i would have never thought i'd be here so selling bars (laughs) (laughs) it was really a pain point for me something to help me out because i was just so tired of eating snacking because i do snack a lot but snacking on not so healthy decisions right so uh yeah that was that was it. Especially when it tastes like cardboard, because uh, I think we all we've all been there where we ate something. And we're like, I need water right now. I can't get this whole tiny bar. <laughs> right. Down. And I needed something that satisfied my my palate and my like wallet too, because some of those bars they they get pretty expensive, and I'm like, yes. it didn't do anything to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and there's tiny. Like I've I've seen. I can't remember the other one. They were like very. There's a square, small square, and very yeah. thin, and there were like two fifty or three dollars each it it didn't do anything Um, right i like i need 35 of those (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and you're okay absolutely (laughs) Absolutely. and speaking of the fit lifestyle i guess i was going through my financials like from the past four months because i was Mm. trying to plan stuff out and i was like wow like i spent almost like four or five thousand or more like closer to the four thousand range on just supplements and protein bars and just food to like wow. supplement myself and just to put that in i was like that's a lot of money for right, like right. supplements and food and these bars weren't cheap they're like the <laughs> box is like 20 13 to 20 bucks and you're not mm-hmm. getting like the nutrition you need it's probably processed sugar or right right um and you know you you, you hit on a good point about fitness and health too so um in addition to working full-time and doing Yambar, I'm also a yoga instructor. And awesome. in a way, it kind of all ties in together very well. And my dad had gotten really sick down a couple of years ago. And one of the things he said was health is number one. No matter what happens, money or anything, health is number one. And that's always stuck to my head or to my mind is to make sure that whatever that happens in my life, that there's that the balance, the quality in, in your food and in your lifestyle. So I try to p- bring that into the business and complement it with health and wellness a lot with that. No, that's awesome. And I know you, speaking of you're a yoga instructor, you still mm-hmm. work your corporate job and you still making the bars. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there could be multiple, but what challenges do you find yourself facing the most? Sure. Um, they're all challenges. Always, yeah. <laughs> The challenges come and then their solutions. So being an entrepreneur to me feels like an up and down roller coaster. Like one day I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I got this. And the next day I'm like, I can't do this. This, this isn't me. I, I have to quit, you know? And yeah, so that just 
a lot of challenges, but I would probably say the most challenges is to balance it all. And I hear it all the time from my friends and family saying to do one thing at a time. Yeah. And I've just learned that that is not the way I function. Like, <laughs> and no, then to meet everyone. <laughs> yeah. To meet people like you Trent, mm -hmm. and Peter, it's nice because we can all relate to be doing multiple things. Yes. I, I think that's what makes life fun is that you can do multiple things. It's not like I, so, I mean, it's a balance too. I'm not saying that it's um, easy to do all this at once, but it's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I totally get you. Cause I, I don't think our brain works on, this is the one direction we're just taking it. It, it veers off. Yeah. Oh, let's do this for a little bit. I'm, I have some free time now. I'm going to do this. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Especially all of us are in kind of like that marketing and communication that creative bubble like we're always like thinking of something i always tell people marketing communications we're kind of like the strategy behind everything so we're always absolutely thinking. we're always like that backbone that's always like the spinal cord that's always thinking so i was like if you're, you're gonna tell me to go one path i'm like mm -hmm. it's hard for me to like focus on just that one way there'll be like i'm like a tree i'll branch yeah. out like like everywhere <laughs> like I'll, I'll find something to do i have so many because I, I get it because all my friends tell me, hey, you can't be a jack of all trades because you'll be master of nothing. I'm like, mm. I get it, but that's not how I function. Like right. I'm not dipping in everything. I still balance everything. But at the same time, I'm still kind of trying to hone everything. In exactly. As well. Exactly. So I'm not gonna. So I'm, I'm balancing it. <laughs> don't, don't worry. I'm not going right. to jump all over the place kind of thing. Well, that's the thing too. Before I started all this, I was that jumper that went from project to project, project, but it never connected together. And so this time in my life, actually I'm honing it, but it all kind of like, it does connect together. So, you know, when I did my yoga teacher training, I didn't see it with tying in with Yambar. I didn't see it with like working at First America or, you know, my company. And, um, but then I realized you leverage your opportunity wherever you go, right? So yeah. if I'm gonna be here at work, I'm going to see if I can talk a little bit about Yumbar or if anyone's interested in yoga, you know, it's just all that good, like tie in together. And I think that's where the true balance is, is when you're able to like see the vision for how it can connect together. No, that, that is awesome. I, I think you just tied it all right there. Like how you kind of leverage that and it's networking too. So you're telling somebody here about, about the other stuff and then you're going mm -hmm. over here telling the others about this other stuff and they do all connect because you do need a, um just a balanced lifestyle and fitness wise definitely helps you as well right and, and i guess for everybody that's listening what advice would you give for them like to, if they're going through the same thing of balancing different sure. things or can't find how i could connect this with the other thing i'm wanting to do uh i would say wherever you're at we're always somewhere so leverage your position wherever you're at right if you're here talking to someone you've just met okay, so let's talk about what you do. You, you never know when you find that connection or if that person can help you find an opportunity or another opportunity. It just all kind of intertwines together. So take the opportunity to talk to someone if you're in line at the grocery store or if you're, you know, anywhere. Leverage your position. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> no, because... Yeah. yeah, I just started taking yoga too and it definitely helps... I dance and everything else is well and still work out, but like the breathing aspect gets me. When you get too zoned in, you forget to breathe. You just get gassed out. So, so yoga definitely forces you to breathe with every movement. And that's, it is, sounds funny. Like I need to learn how to breathe, but yes, 
You definitely need to learn how to breathe. That is yoga right there is the breathing part, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was training with my um, trainer yesterday in CrossFit and, you know, it's hard, but focusing back on that breathing helps ease things. (laughs) So I agree. It's so true because I've, I've been for the past three months, I've been pushing myself doing intense hit workouts and everything like that. And I've been, got to listen to like a lot of martial arts instructors, like seeing what, how they do, they're like breathing, yeah. please breathe. Cause that's the most important thing. Cause the time you're not breathing, especially for example, like deadlifts, like if you're not breathing or you're doing squats <laughs> and you're not breathing, you're not pulling that thing up no matter what you do, <laughs> like you can pull it up, but you're that breathing also helps like carry blood flow through your body and you're, preventing injuries so that's what people yeah. don't think of they're just like i'm going to use my muscles to pull it up but you're not right. circulating the blood through through that breathing I, yeah i agree and i would say too um with the yoga i'm grateful that i got i have an opportunity to teach yoga and do yoga because that is where i can balance a lot of things is okay. that being uh, being mindful and being aware of okay if i'm being paying too much attention on yambar am i missing out on my family am i you know if i'm paying too much attention on something else so it's just a matter of being mindful and being aware of everything. I think yoga has helped me with that a lot too. So it's like the philosophy behind it instead of only the physical part. No, exactly. It's um, staying in the moment. That's what I found too as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really like calm down, like stop for a minute and not just like go, 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 go. Cause that's right. what we typically would do. What would you say your motivation behind everything that you're doing right now? Right. You know, honestly, it's my community. It's the customers. They keep me going. Um, sometimes I feel like they're more excited than me, which gets me excited. And the, I still, if I get an order, I still get excited over it because it brings me back to my first got that order. Right. And I think it's there's some humbleness to, to that part is to not like, go, oh, I made this much. I, I keep, you know, and, and I'm good or anything like that. But it just kind of brings you back to getting excited over the smallest things so i yeah definitely my motivation is my customer my team um the ideas in my head <laughs> until i execute them <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> i was like why did i come up with the idea no um and it's just my surroundings and everything too and being in that present moment helps me get motivated because if i start thinking about the past or the future it just gives me that oh my gosh i'm not there yet you know was there any cultural inspiration that that you input into your product or your life or anything like that as well that inspires you every day to push uh yeah you know it's just my culture i mean i'm vietnamese and my grandparents grandma on my mom's side and dad's side were both entrepreneurs i mean i don't think they said they were entrepreneurs but they my grandma my mom's side has 15 girls and my grand grandma on my dad's side has eight kids you know and they had a hustle and <laughs> yes. so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah right so i think of them and they're they're i'm like well if they can do it how come i can't do it and i don't even have any kids you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it, it's that that the reminder of my grandparents that makes me want to like continue and push I mean, I still have my traditional parents and I think they worry about me a lot. You know, um, I know that I wanted to leave my corporate job before I, uh, before COVID and they, in the, they presented with me like they're, they're okay with it. 
Um, but in the back of their mind, I, my mom mentioned after COVID, like during COVID, she was like, you know, I'm so glad you didn't, you made the decision of staying because we couldn't sleep and, you know, we were worried about you and this and that. And I'm like, God, oh, I do not need that extra pressure added on <laughs> to make a decision that's, you know, I need to do for my life. Right. Yeah. So No, definitely agreed with that. I know like our grandparents, especially my, my grandma in Vietnam, same thing. She had 13 kids, but she, mm. and then right after the war and stuff she started building her business she had land so she rented it out she started building apartments building business and at the same time hustling with 13 kids and even now like people know her wherever she goes and like mm. i'm like wow that's an entrepreneur like right there <laughs> she was a tiger bomb for sure she had to, to be with 13 kids but right. looking back she did so much my grandfather same thing like he was a teacher here in colorado he taught at all the middle schools at the same time being a full-time author and poet too is a huge that you can just look back and they're like wow like with the wages and everything that they had they they hustled and yeah so we have no our, excuses no no <laughs> no not even at all not at all even our parents they're hustling at something they they always catch whatever job they're like oh we're gonna work overtime like why are you working overtime right but mentally like they push and through that even the, the american culture you don't you don't see like oh i'm gonna work nine to five done they're not mm-hmm. willing to go that extra mile compared to that cultural um, influence. Yeah. Vietnamese culture, you'll push. Like, I'm, I'm going to work 24-7 if I have to just right. to get going. I'm, yeah, same thing. My parents worked overtime, had their own businesses. And I was like, wow, like I, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful that they've taught me just that worth ethics and the hardworking part of it. Um, I think we're all learning as a family to balance the, the family life too, and that money isn't the number one important thing. And, you know, um, to, to be able to also spend time together. My mom always reminds me every time I'm working hard, to remember to enjoy, remember to have fun, you know. So it's, again, we go back to that word balance. Like you said, you hit it on the head because yeah, we're all Vietnamese here too. I don't know if we clarified that. I know we. we were. I saw your last name. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, and, and then it, it does it does affect your parents. Like when I told my parents too, when I was leaving my other nine to five job, um, just to go back to school, and they're like, uh, "Are you sure?" But then I was in the gym business, and that went down a little bit. Not a little bit significantly um mm-hmm. since march so i guess oh no yeah they do worried so we're we're always pushing and my parents are always uh they're retired but they're always finding stuff to do right and i i think the covid too kind of like put us in a little damper right like when that happened I was like, I was thinking should i just drop this and just continue my secure job and you know move forward with that but then you get your creativity gets in and then you're like, okay, well, let's pivot with purpose. So you just have to re-strategize how you're going to do things. It doesn't need to be how you thought it was before, just yeah. changing it up. And that's where I got excited again for my business. So I, I'm, I'm grateful for the COVID part. I mean, you know, granted the fact, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree there. I'm, I'm very grateful. Lost 30 something pounds. I can't Sweet. complain. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm not complaining. <laughs> like it was just, especially inspirational wise i think it's just great because i think a lot of people kind of see it in a very negative way it's kind of like oh i'm stuck in the house and anything but i mean you could still go outside and go for walks and stuff near your house but i think those just working out running 
going for walks, even on hikes, wherever the trails are open, right. really opened your mind up to different things. You kind of realize like, oh, you know, like little things that you never notice that like, okay, I can make my business go this way. I can go this way. There's so right. many things that tie into you, but you don't realize it. Totally agree. Um, I, I, you know, before COVID, I was running like crazy, just got busy doing a lot of events. And then the, during COVID, it helped me slow down all significant and it helped me just to kind of figure out what my purpose was and re just not think on a linear term, but just what else can we do? What, you know, and, and you see all these small businesses and they're coming up with so many fun, creative ideas during this time that you're just like, wow, impress. And that just, that right there is inspiration and, you know, motivational too. Was owning your own business ever a thought before Yum? Like, or Yum, sorry, Yum Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, let me backtrack a little bit. Why I have them say Yum for so long is because there's four M's in Yum. And that just basically reminds you to that, the four M's helps maximize your satisfaction, magnify your energy level, minimize your hunger pain, and it's made with love from home. So that's why there's an emphasis on yum bar. So thank you for that. <laughs> no, no, of course. We want to make it right. And we yeah. want to make sure everybody knows. And thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs> Explaining that. Uh, but, but yeah. So um, I don't know if I ever thought of myself as a small business um, owner, but I've always had ideas that I, projects, I would call it. Like there's one time when I wanted to work with a Vietnamese church and open up an orphan center in Vietnam, or I'll jump to something else and help out with this and that. So it was always an entrepreneur spirit in me. I just didn't think I would take it to a level where I would create my own small business. No, agreed. I've, I've been on that same boat. I've helped at churches. I've fed mm -hmm. This is how I met Tret. I created a bunch of events at when I was in the university jumping out it was event after event after event i created so many events i, I lost count and then I'm helping churches and i was trying to dip my fingers in every like industry that i could and then i was working in the oil industry one time and then my director at the time was like slow down like you're <laughs> you're, you're in everything like calm down <laughs> like really uh -huh. calm down just simplify things and of course i took his advice took away a, a lot of stuff and years for me to narrow it down but now I'm, i think i think i'm narrowed it down to, to a little bit i'm not sure but it kind of like especially with the covid it makes you think a little bit more of who you are right like makes you think mm -hmm. of like what what really benefits you and it's amazing especially talking with your experience with yumbar it like really it's really a business that hones and defines who you are too and it, um, right. for me i was thinking along the lines while i was looking at like yumbar do you reach besides like yoga and like hustlers like us do you reach out to like towards like athletes or like bodybuilders that jump into um try the yum bars and stuff as well um well i'm also i'm in the farmer's market world okay so i sell my bars at the farmer's market so there's definitely a niche there where it's the younger family who are healthy eating that they but they need functional food right they're busy they have young kids so i would say those are more my target audience and then um I feel like bodybuilders, they're on a very strict diet and they, you know, they need more of the proteins. And, and so, I mean, I've had a few people try it out, but I would probably say more of a family that's on the go busy and they have no time to eat would be, um, yeah, more of my audience. Yeah, that's a good niche to, to focus on. I'm As a, mar I mean, a marketer, as you know, you're glad to hear that people have that, that focus or that niche that they know they're going to. Because mm -hmm. I work with a lot of small businesses that are like, 
well, I want to give it to everybody. Mm. And you're like, no, don't, 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 don't do that. And they're like, but why? You reach more people or I'll reach out to the Vietnamese community. But I'm like, well, does that community care enough? Too. right it's too to broad it. and you'll get a lot of opinions and you'll never mm -hmm. be able to satisfy every single person yeah exactly and i'm mm -hmm. yeah i'm glad you, you have that niche and any like suggestions or like challenges that you went along lines to find that niche yeah um i think before i was like i was in i'm in corporate and so i was like okay i'm gonna reach out to the people who are like me busy and no time to eat and um you know always working or corporate world kind of thing. And then when I worked over at farmer's market, that helped me with my market research. So I noticed the people that were coming to, to try out my bars and they just seem like the same type of people. And so that helps me to figure out who my audience was in, in that sense. And so that made me narrow it down to when I'm on my social media, who to reach out to, you know, moms to be, or moms who have small kids, family, things like that. No, that's a, <laughs> That's a great advice though there too. It's, we don't think about just marketing research and using quantitative and qualitative. Mm -hmm. They just focus one on the other, but right. from you just working there, you can visually see, oh, okay, these are the audiences that I'm reaching. And then therefore you go to your social media and therefore you narrow down, and make it a lot easier to reach out to people in that market. Yeah. I think in my mind, I was like, I want it to be this audience. Mm, and yeah, yeah. they weren't they weren't the ones that were coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so i mean you get at farmer's market you get you get to meet people and that's what i miss is the face-to-face -face interaction with people because they will tell you whether they like it or not they'll tell you what they like what you should change what you should do and so you pick all that information up and then you re, re you know redo it or re, redo it in a way that's like for them basically because then a day my customer's opinion matters Mm. And that will help me with recreating what I need to recreate. No, that's, that's another great point. Like we always think, mm. oh, this is perfect. This is what they need. Right. And, yeah. Like we're so attached, right, to our company, our brand, or this and that. But it's like, what does your customer think of your company? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes back to like, as marketers talk about all the time, it goes into people always look at the hearts and likes and mm. whatever <laughs> we call it hearts. nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever we call it nowadays. But it's like... It doesn't matter like that doesn't really push anything it's just kind of like mm. push a button they're like oh, a lot of noise double tap. it's just yeah. noise yeah but really at the end of the day i tell every single person i work with look at the comments what are they saying that's that's your money maker right there mm. you know exactly what people are saying how they like it and if they're just like oh that's great ask them talk to them right. be like what did you like about it Right. And it's okay to ask them that. I get, I get it. You don't want to annoy them, but just, just ask. Start a conversation. The comments is where it starts. And people eventually will kind of branch off and share and everything like that if you build that connection. Right. With them first, especially with now what we've learned with COVID, like, hey, if it's the world's going to be on social media, you can apply everything mm -hmm. that's on that you're talking face to face on the social media panels as well. Just comment, just talk a little bit more instead of like, hey, thanks. Oh, hey, great. Right, right. You know? I mean, you bring a good point about connecting with your audience or with your customer, because once you have that connection and you're nurturing that relationship, you have their trust. And I, 
I bring in my customers all the time when I want to create a new new project or like right now we have the chef experiment bars where I make eight different flavors and those eight, eight flavors were recommended by customers like oh why don't you try this and try that so I was like all right experiment in the kitchen and that's where it feels more of like a team effort than just me <laughs> oh, that's a great point yeah point. I feel like a lot of businesses don't don't try that like just have mm -hmm. people come in and be like hey you want to be my test subject or hey you want to try this it's so key because I think having focus groups or having at least a group of people tell you their opinion and working off of that is so mm -hmm. much better than like, well, I thought it was good. I thought this was a boba latte with coconut <laughs> was good. I, I don't know about you, but I think it looks good. And they're like, oh, you think that way, but yeah, you're, it's, you're one in a million. Like at least get a bigger group of people mm -hmm. to give you the right opinion. I agree. I read on Voice LA, you shared a story about you almost quitting. Uh, that Would you mind sharing that story with us? Yeah, so <laughs> in the beginning of doing this business, I was passing out some samples. And one of the samples I passed out was to a coworker. And he found this hardware nail in his bar, small one, right? And he, I came into the office, he showed me, and I was petrified. And I, I, was, I didn't think I could I'd do this anymore. I was like, this is just too much. Like in your head, in your mind, you, you blow it up more than it needed need to be. He was okay with it. He actually play, placed an order. But for me, it was a good reminder. I actually kept the nail and I placed it on my leg like, by my computer. And it was a reminder to like keep going no matter what roadblocks you go through or speed bumps or any of that stuff. And at the end of the day, it wasn't like a nail that was in my, you know, it was like from the vendor that I bought it from. And those are things that are going to happen in life. And that's a good reminder that things happen, but just keep pressing forward with that's it. Really, so That's really good advice. That's <laughs> because like, I, know, I, I have been th through those situations before, especially like you get one bad review or you get like mm. one slap and huge slap in the face, but like you're, much you, your whole world just breaks like oh my god like you think in your mind like everything's gonna fall apart there's some something went wrong everyone's gonna attack me like <laughs> and you, this fuel just bursts in your head you're like done i'm done yeah so like it's good that you bring up that's great advice because for me like i always have in front of me a quote that my dad recommended me find it was like a prodigy's just hard work over time and mm. for me it's a very motivational quote because it's like you have to understand that no matter what roadblocks come through you're not going to be that one even a kid who's they say prodigy in quotes he's not going to if he didn't practice something or he didn't keep pushing at something he's not going to be called a prodigy because mm -hmm. he never worked on that skill so it was for me as a great reminder it's great advice because you're pushing and if you get that one roadblock like well okay if it's really bad apologize Right. Keep pushing forward and be like, hey, I'm going to, I knew I made this mistake, but I'm going to make it even better. And it gives you credibility even, even more too. Yeah. Realize. I mean, I, I remember in my head, I was like, I'm going to get sued. They're going to take everything yes. that I don't have. <laughs> Especially within the food, I think the food world, like, you know, all the right. locality and everything that goes with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, I remember my cousin, like, he was in, he's, he has a, a pho business and he was like he one of his co-workers accidentally was picking the bowl and his hand slipped and his thumb went into the, the pho bowl 
And then my cousin, like, I remember that night he called me because I, I help market for him sometimes. He's like, Peter, what I do? I need business advice. My life's over. Like, <laughs> she wrote a really crappy review. And I'm like, it's, it's one review. You'll be fine. It's, yeah. This tells you to train your employees better. How mm-hmm. to hold the ball, how to deal with situations like this. He's like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. He, was, he had this whole like meltdown, but it's great advice. Would you recommend any other advices as well? I'm going to give you what my mom always gives me. I talk about my okay. mom a lot because she's so cute. She's a small little Asian, <laughs> you know, lady who every time I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, this and that, and her little Asian accent, she's like, no gut, no glory. <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, that's good um, advice. Yeah, so that's cute. Something that I always run these little mantras in, in my mind, but I think one thing is we're all going to have fear. We're humans, right? Like that's just the nature of our, our life. But it's just taking that very first step, right? And you take that first step and it's like, it feels like the hardest step. But once you take that first step, you look back, it's not that, it's not as big as you had it in your head. And then you just continue with it. And working, working in corporate, I'm really good at my job and what I do. I'm comfortable with it. And working with Yumbar, the comparison is sometimes, most of the times I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just learning as I go. And it is so exciting when it's something that you're interested in, it's your passion, it's fun, it's the people you meet, it's the support you get. Um, that to me is, is, is another drive of mine. Well, no, that's really good advice because I've talked to people who are also super introverted and they're like, I can't make this step. Like, I can't do it. I'm like, well, just do it. Like, I get you're scared. Like, we all mm-hmm. hear something. I'm reserved, but I'm extroverted. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> it, it, it works. But I'm... I was never like that marker that was scared to do something different. Mm. You know, a lot of people would be like, we would host an event, for example, and at like a trade show or something. I would be there to like, hey, like we're going to set a booth. We're going to do this. I'm like, I'm going to go walk around and talk to everyone mm. else. And they're like, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? And I'm like, because if you don't take that step to go talk to everyone else, you're not mm. building yourself or you're not, I get it. We're scared. We don't want to step out of line. But, you know, was there a line in the first place? Right. The imaginary line, right? <laughs> like, it's just like, I get it. People are like, there's rules. There's this. I'm like, but they were created by humans. Like, that's, that's the honest truth. Like, I, I know you're scared. You'll do this. It's just fear. But at the end of the day, the right people will support you no matter what. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think... We're all like everything I do that's new to me scares me, right? Yeah, like I think that's absolutely. why we're human and it's normal. I mean, anything, right? So you'll overcome that and then it doesn't become scary anymore. So I say you do it scared, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's where the best ideas come from sometimes. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're like, oh, wait, oh, I, I screwed up on this, but you're just like, oh, wait, that, that's a great idea. I can create something from that idea, but I'm not going to start that business, but <laughs> that's an idea. Right. I remember being at farmer's market and passing uh-huh. out samples and I'm like, hi, would you like a sample? All quiet and sweet. And I, yeah. I heard like probably a hundred no's and yeah. I'd just be behind my table. And then, I mean, you just take that first step and you go in front of your table and then you just act like you're confident and just start passing out yeah. and then you get the yes. And so it's just being okay with yourself and failing. It's okay. Yeah. And just keep pushing forward. That's a good point. You take a thousand no's and that one yes definitely changes it. 
that. Yeah, because you hear that thousand no, and you're like, is it me? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. I was in sales before, and you that's the main thing you hear, just no, not no, and objections. and But that one yes does change it, and bring it back to what you said in the beginning, that one yes, oh, man, I'm excited again. Let's uh, let's keep going. This is what I meant to do. What I meant yeah. to do. It's like when I told you I sell when I sell a bag. Like it's, yes. exciting, it's exciting. It's like a little you know push for you to keep going on one sale. <laughs> yeah, you do that quiet celebration in front of them. You're like, yes, I got you on my schedule. We'll keep going. Once you hang up the phone, you're like, oh, let's let's go celebrate. Let's, yeah. go, let's go do this. Right. <laughs> and we, we both still do that here too as well. Yes, Vicky said yes. You got to join us on podcast. Uh, JS said yes. He's good to go. We're like we're excited. All right, we'll schedule this out. Let's get this going. Uh, but that's what keeps you going. And yeah, I, I think that's the part of entrepreneurial life, right? Like, I think we focus so much on the future and getting there. It's a journey, right? Like, this is where this is where where it matters is the journey, not the destination. And you have to just take that time to celebrate the smallest thing. I mean. We just bought an upright freezer and I keep opening the door because I'm like so happy with more space. <laughs> and that's what you, that's important instead yes. of focusing on trying to get there already. Yes. It, it's the little things. And, and um, it really is for my past graduation, my friend bought me a laptop, right? Like it raises the laptop up before I was using books to kind of stack up so I can just keep my head in line. <laughs> but the little things I was like, man, this is great. I can look up. Like this the is wrinkles awesome. in the neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm not my neck's not hurting. But it's like you said, it's the little things and you keep looking at it and you're like, wow. It really is. And you have to take that time to celebrate it. Yeah. And oh, so you, true. And you mentioned your support system. I know your mom is a big part of it. What uh and then there's always that other side of people that doesn't get it or doesn't support. What would you say to the people that do support your work and others that, I guess, do not in that sense? Um, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the ones that do support, they're, they're, they give me just drive and just having that support to be able to share. Even the smallest thing, like I say, the freezer, I'll call my mom like, mom, I got this freezer, look. And she's like, cool. You know, um, but then the ones who don't support, they're also my, my, my drive too, right? Like if anyone knows me, they know that if you say I can't do something, that just makes you want it more. <laughs> yes. That's true. Oh, <laughs> or yeah. Don't I do was, that. Oh, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. I feel yeah. you on that. I was telling Tret earlier, like my aunts were like, you lost so much weight. Like, There's no way you're more fit than your other cousins. But, you know, that Vietnamese Asian mentality, like, if you you're eat more, you're going to have more strength, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. And she's like, do it now, 30 minutes. Get workout or do something. Do an intense workout. I bet you won't last. I'm like, okay, bring the cousins in. Let's, let's go. <laughs> and she's like, what? Are you serious? I'm like, no, I'm serious. We're doing this now. I remember I had a um, turtleneck sweater. Took that off, and I'm like, let's go. And she's like, oh crap, he's serious. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we all love challenges, right? Like, mm -hmm. bring it on. <laughs> no, and and I beat them, and she was like, later on, she's like, wow, you so do you 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 eat a lot, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm on a diet doesn't mean I'm starving myself. <laughs> so, yeah. doesn't mean I lost weight. I'm like skinny fat, you you, you know. And everyone's yeah. gonna have an opinion, and I think mm -hmm. it's off of limited experience too. Exactly. So they're off of their limited experience and that shouldn't be a determination of how you live your life. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's really, it's good advice. 
and hopefully other people hear that too so they kind of remind themselves that every day like it's don't focus it's like that negativity don't focus on that just focus on what you have and that, that's mm-hmm. the beauty of beauty of it like you have mm-hmm. so many things so don't totally agree don't, don't compare yourself at the end of the day yeah and like that's that. that's hard right because you see it's other so people hard. succeeding mm-hmm. and you're like how come I'm not there yet yeah. and and then you beat yourself up but we're all on our own journey is what mm-hmm. I have to keep reminding her myself no least. absolutely that's what for me like losing that weight that reminded me every day there was days I was like I look in front of the mirror I'm like gosh I'm not losing the weight I'm not losing the weight mm-hmm. Then finally, like, just through like months, I was trying on clothes. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not wearing athletic clothes for once. <laughs> These don't fit. I'm like, okay. So then that kind of like, I'm glad I kept going because that reminds you that, yes, you don't see the progress that you've made now because you're looking at yourself every day. But along mm-hmm. the road, someone else will point it out or you'll see it eventually. So just keep grinding and pushing. Very agree, 100%. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than what, well, to lighten things up a little we've we've gone very intense but other than yum bar and work what what else do you enjoy we we talked about snowboarding and skiing a little bit earlier and then anything that you do on your time off as well yeah i picked up surfing um i've done it for a few years but just just during this time i'd surf three times a week and that has helped me just to kind of clear the mind and it's just so much fun and now i'm at a point where i'm like okay well now that i'm able to get up on the board what's next and what's after that so surfing has been one um another thing is gardening i mean i couldn't keep a plant alive for the life of me before (laughs) now my plants start thriving with me (laughs) so yeah a little bit of hobbies i think those are important i think that's was the i think the positive about the COVID is being at home is enjoying things that you keep saying that you're going to do yes didn't do Mm -hmm. yeah with surfing and snowboarding i people say it's different but how how different is it would you say i'm not good with snowboarding i haven't done it for years Mm -hmm. um I would probably say it's nice to fall in water as opposed to like oh, <laughs> hard yeah. ice in California. Especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so, and then just being out in the ocean and, and seeing dolphins and sea turtles and all that fun stuff that you see. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, there's some scary stuff too. <laughs> like, oh, of course. Uh, te- technique wise, would you say it's similar or different? Um, I think it's similar. It's yeah, it's like the carving and, and things like that. It's just except with snowboarding, you're you're, you're not attached to the board, mm-hmm. and I think some people feel that safety net of needing to be attached to something to feel safe on. Mm. Very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. It's also sometimes you get freaked out because if that board goes, you go. So, especially with snowboarding, when that board <laughs> yeah. goes, you're going down with it. <laughs> There's no yeah. way I'm strapping it real quick. Um, right. I mean, I have the leash up for my board for, for surfing, but at least it's not so close to me where mm, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And bring it up. We talked about a little bit about JS. Um, mm. it, you guys are cousins. So mm. he was on episode 12 and we didn't get to ask him about embarrassing moments. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't know if you have any embarrassing moments about JS. <laughs> you <wanna> bring, <laughs> if you would, I guess it's appropriate to share in that sense anything embarrassing about him um i don't not, i can't uh, maybe not embarrassing but like but or maybe fun, fun moments like since you guys are cousins i'm pretty sure you guys are like fun sure moments. there so, you go that sounds moments. better that sounds better <laughs> <laughs> funny <That's> moments. <laughs> <laughs> so js which is weird calling him that so, 
Sebastian in the American mm -hmm. accent. Um, he lives in Canada and I live in California. And every, anytime we see each other, it's always for someone's wedding. And I swear, every time I visit Montreal, I always feel like I only see the nighttime of Montreal because that's all we used to do was we go out and go clubbing and, you know, oh, back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And just have fun with our cousins because I have other cousins that live out there. And um, we, we just have so much fun. It's like we don't see each other for years. And then when we see each other, we just pick back up like we're kids again. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, he's gonna be like, thanks, thank you, Vicky. Did that not share yeah. that? <laughs> no, but he's an inspiration. I see his posts all the time. I got to listen to him on Hangout, and he seeing him thrive makes me excited to keep going. You know, and um, it's nice to see that side of, in our family too. Is to go for what you believe in and push for it. It's like a good support if you see other people in your family doing it too. No, no, absolutely. Um, is he always well dressed? I know he's he's always well dressed. <laughs> and I'm always like, I'm always like, are you tired of wearing suits? No, um, he is. Him and his brother are very like. Ever since we were little, um, they've always dressed really nice. I'll tell you a funny story about Jeremy, the other owner. Him there and you go. my sister. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, him and my sister used to have these pair of red Nike shoes, and they were obsessed with shoes. They were like five, six, or seven, or eight, I don't remember. And they would clean their shoes and then sleep next to it and just make sure it's clean. It's just very <laughs> obsessed with their clothes. And so that's when I knew Jeremy was that fashionista. Oh, man. Yes. So it's fitting. It's fitting for both of them. There you go. Sure. Now they're involved in the field that I'm pretty sure they're really, really happy. And it is inspirational. It really is. Yeah. yeah it really is. And then when we talk to JS on here, he'll show up. Like suddenly, the, you know how the video slowly fades in and fades in and he's in a full suit. I'm, I'm here with a hoodie. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, I need to change real quick. Hold on, JS. <laughs> Let me change. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we always want to leave it where you have that final advice or final say that you want to let our listener knows about just this journey or just anything, any advice you want to give to them and for them to keep pushing forward. Yeah, well. I'm so thankful for this opportunity because it's not just to share about Yumbar or anything like that. It's really to share the growth of myself and for my team and for the community and for anyone who is interested in starting a business or going for their passion it's so worth it i mean there's ups and downs but i think that's just all part of the journey and i'm grateful for you guys for just letting me be on there and just to share my experiences and knowledge so that inspires others to to move forward with what's on their minds and in their vision so appreciate you guys for that we appreciate you as well thank you thank <laughs> you so much for that just because with your story like everybody has a different story but also you know, we, you know, we want to connect with people and sh show people that there's that humane side. Besides business, there's that fun side, that's the creative mm -hmm. side. There's the struggles. There's the fun, the funny moments, embarrassing <laughs> moments and stuff. But it just shows everyone that we're human. And so right. that's why we started hanging out talks. And everybody's on that climb. Like, we don't want to mm -hmm. just reach for somebody that's already there. And they're like, yeah, I'm already here. We, the, right. Everybody's on that climb. Most of us are. Uh, and so it's inspiring to, to hear stories such as that. And when you're still working your other job and still making bars and how you started with just handing out samples. And that's, uh, mm -hmm. we don't think about 
those starts, we think about, oh man, why am I not making money already? Or why am I so on and so forth? But no, we appreciate you for coming on here and just sharing this story and having good laughs about JS. Hopefully he listened to that or Jamie. (laughs) Or sorry, Josh Sebastian <laughs> and Jeremy. <laughs> uh, and, no, this was fun. <laughs> and how can people find you? Where they, could they get the Yum Bars? Yeah, so you can go on my website. It's Yum Bar. So it's Yum with four M's, B-A-R dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook um, and or reach out to you guys on hangout <laughs> appreciate it yeah. Plug. <laughs> yeah. and also for everybody that's listening please don't forget to subscribe follow rate and like hangout talks on all your podcast listening channels and remember in addition to following vicky as well and yum bar on instagram make sure to follow us on instagram mine is mr good underscore all and mine's peter underscore the suited marketer <laughs> i like how you emphasize the suited uh, I'm, I'm suited most of the time on there and then when they see me on hangout they're like okay and i'm like i can't wear it when it's like hot in, in a room it drives me insane so i'm not gonna say suited all the time. so another shout to js props to you man <laughs> like you can wear it in meetings and, hot, and i'm like i'm proud you should make like sleeveless ones so it just shows the top part. Yeah. <laughs> Is this That's on top? <laughs> just a nice <laughs> cutoff. <laughs> just go straight cut off. That way your arms are free. <laughs> yeah, Peter. <laughs> yeah. We'll plug it to him next time we see him. He'll be like sleeveless. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're looking forward to hanging out with everybody again on the next episode. Vicky, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Really appreciate it.